which I don't really understand. They make party vibrators? Like, I mean, probably for like, like one-time use vibrators. Disposable? Yeah. Yeah, right? Like you use it. It seems so wasteful. <laughs> it really does. But if it's only a dollar. I mean, but I mean, still, think about the landfill. Yeah, seriously, guys. Sake. Think green so, here. Think green, not with your one-time dildos. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Like, that's what Melania Trump does. <laughs> except she uses like a gold-plated one. <laughs> yeah. And then just throws it in the street. Yeah. And that's why people are always hanging out around Trump Tower. Because <laughs> maybe you'd be able to catch flying gold dildos. one of Melania's gold dildos. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 270 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week... Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we tell each other stories, we have a great, great time, and Eddie, we're full of holiday cheer. Yes. Riding high (laughs) off a Thanksgiving holiday, Mm -hmm. we had a date night, Yeah. and you know, it was socially acceptable to drink five days in a row. Definitely. Heavily. I drank last night too. So did you? Yeah. Had a couple beers. A bell curve. (laughs) Yeah. Right? You got to taper out. Yeah, you got to wean off of it. (laughs) Wean it off a little bit. Um, not me. I was cold turkey. I said, you know what? Yeah. Bad boy. During the week, you'd be good. Not even like a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Not even a beer. I like to deprive myself. Gotcha. You know, like maybe in the monk era, I'd be one of those like monks that self-flagellates. <laughs> like I'd be whipping my back with the cat o nine tails. Did you say flagellates? I think it's flagellate. Okay. Is what it means because he's you- flogging himself, right? Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong word. <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow, I like to deprive myself, but I'm still full of fun. Nice. And so, excitement. Um, are you going to drink anytime soon? Like on the weekend? Or oh, yeah, like this that? weekend. Okay. See, I was thinking about maybe taking it off until like no. Fieldsmas. Oh, okay. Because that's not too far away. You're right. Which Fieldsmas, which you're right, is the week before Christmas yeah. where we celebrate Fields, our own fake Christmas here mm-hmm. before we go to Las Vegas for the quote-unquote real Christmas. Yes. So, you know what? That's kind of a fun date to have in mind. And this is all the rage with you right now. I mean... <laughs> being so For how easy it was and how much I drank this weekend, yeah. it might be a good idea. I drank so much a couple weeks ago. I went to a party, and I don't know if there was just excitement in the air, but it was one of those parties where I had like a beer or two, and then someone came in and they're like, let's shotgun a beer. <laughs> and I said, I haven't shotgunned a beer in so long. I almost got excited about the notion of it. Was it a frat party? No, it was a normal grown-up adult party with kids. And someone came with a wild hair up their ass to have I a mean, shotgun beers. I'd be so down to shotgun a beer. Oh, I said, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm competitive and I like to drink. Yeah. Sign me up. And one led to two. And the next morning, I was so hungover that I felt like I was seriously having those moments of, I'm never drinking again. Really? Oh, yeah. It was that bad for a minute when I first woke up. Wow. I haven't been that hungover in a while. Neither have I. And I didn't drink that much. I didn't eat very much. It just hit me, I think, just right. Yeah. Just right. Maybe it was too much sugary drinks. I was drinking like white Russians and, you know, shit like that. (laughs) Yes. And it just got me. Wow. Yeah, it got me real bad. You're not you're not a young spry gentleman anymore. That's the other thing too, is it really made me feel hella old. <laughs> Cause I couldn't tell you the last time I was like hungover or even a little hungover. Yeah. And I seriously I was doing that move where I was I needed Gatorade, <laughs> I needed an emergency. But by noon I was out back blowing leaves. <laughs> nice. <laughs> with my gas leaf blower. Like a real man. Feeling like a superman back there. <laughs> So we're here. Yes. And we're having a great time. Everyone's been sick yeah. in my house. Last week was Thanksgiving. Thank you, everybody, for listening to that throwback episode of Eddie's first show. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You know, I think we'll always do that. I've, I'm so torn on the notion of a repeat. Mm-hmm. And every time we do one, we get a handful of more positive than negative emails. Okay. But some people write in and say, hey, just don't do anything. Just, you know what, if I don't want to listen to your show, I won't. You know, who are you to put up an old episode? Yeah. But I think we'll always do that because why not? Yeah, it's fun. You know, somebody wrote in something about like, oh, you got to keep your your advertising dollars up or something. 
And what about your Patreon people? I'm like, listen, listen. <laughs> Listen, 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 we're fine, okay? So just enjoy <laughs> the old show with the new intro, and we'll have a good time because it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, I mean, this is like the kickoff of the super eating and the super drinking for the whole holiday season. Mm-hmm. And my poor wife was so sick that she didn't even drink and she couldn't even eat Thanksgiving food. Yeah, it was pretty sad. <laughs> I mean, is that not probably the saddest day to have the stomach flu? Yeah. Fourth of July, whatever. It's one day. Mm-hmm. You know, Halloween, I'm sorry. And even on Christmas Day, you know what? You can't open presents, and you maybe you eat some Christmas ham or some bullshit. But Thanksgiving, yeah, that's the day. That's the food day of the year. It kicks off everything. And it's the most, it's the best. Mm-hmm. And no, she couldn't even have like, like I don't think she, I think she, no, you know what she did? She ate it and then paid for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, she'd been paying for it all week. I'm talking, and my wife is, when she throws up, she's so loud that she, like, yells the vomit out. <laughs> like, she's yelling. Like, she's possessed with a demon. I'm serious. <laughs> like, when I throw up, I try to be quiet, mm-hmm. and I just kind of, like, you know, just very gentlemanly. Mm-hmm. Just, you don't even know I'm doing it. When she's <laughs> it's doing a ninja it, puke. it really is. Because I guess I'm sort of ashamed when I'm throwing up, even when I'm sick. Like, I, I'm, I, I pride myself on not throwing up. Yeah. Maybe this is like a guy thing. Yeah. Where I don't throw up when I'm drunk and I don't throw up when I'm sick. I'll just bite that shit back, which is stupid. I yeah. I should just get it out. My thing when, like, when I was in college was I'd, like, literally chug, like, a, a fifth of vodka or a fifth of, uh, uh, what's that licorice? She- oh, Southern Comfort. Oh, God. I would chug. I can't drink it now. Yeah. And then just like not drink for the rest of the night and just be hammered, but never throw up. And everyone's like, I can't believe you can show you that and not throw up. I'm oh like, my God. It's no big deal, man. You would die now. Yeah, I would straight definitely up. Definitely die. You would get alcohol poisoning. Yes. Probably. I'd have to go get my stomach pumped. Right. Like 100%. I have no doubt in my yeah. mind. Right. That kind of vomit would be your body where we're like, when you black out, it's your brain essentially protecting itself. Yeah. Your body would say, this stuff has to leave. Yeah. Or we're, we're going to be in serious injury. Yeah. So let's do it. <laughs> let's do it with Fireball. Um, but no, she, she yells. She's screaming at the vomit to come out. And it always, when it comes out, it comes out, I always say it's like a fun noodle. Like a, like a, <laughs> okay. like a pink fun noodle, which is one of those rubber or plastic tubes that look like a snake mm-hmm. in the pool. She was on that level. I picture like, you know, those uh, like snakes in a can. Yes. <laughs> Pop those open. That's exactly, exactly what my poor wife is like. And it's like she's giving birth like to a vomit baby. I'm serious. I'm not. This isn't a joke. Like it is a joke and I'm trying to be funny, mm-hmm. but it's 100 percent true that she does this. And so much so it was days of that. And so it's the middle of the week and it's Thanksgiving and I do most of the cooking in the house, mm-hmm. but she does a lot of the shopping. Yeah. I was like a single dad, and I tried so hard not to lord it over her. Like, huh, well, <laughs> guess I'll go to Costco with all the kids while you're sick at home. And I, I mean, a couple of times I really kind of had to bite that back because, of course, she didn't want to be sick. Yeah. Of course, she felt terrible that she couldn't help me do anything. And I had those moments, though, just as being a human, where I was like, oh, this bitch. <laughs> I want to be sick, laying in bed, playing Hearthstone all day long. And I, I didn't. And I still feel yeah, every time. Then every time she yelled vomit out, mm-hmm. I, I felt bad for having those <laughs> those angry, angry thoughts. Little did you know, she's just in there going, ah, pouring water into the right. toilet. No, I, I saw it. <laughs> and yeah. You cleaned it up. I mean, it was, yeah, I had to yeah. be there. She did it in the bed at one point. She had the puke bucket. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. listen, it was... It was some amazing special effects. Better than Walking <laughs> Dead if if she was faking it. But but we did it and it was still a great time. We had great food, mm-hmm. great fun, and and you know, I saw your mom on a video. <laughs> she called me a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> hey you pervert. Right. That was the thing first thing she said to me. But like so happy about it. Really it really <laughs> was. I did not take any offense to it. Yeah. At all, even though I quickly I didn't want Nicole to hear that either though. Because that's when she gets mad and she's like, Great. Other people in the family think you're a pervert. Hey, they love the show. They're so, fans. Uh, yeah. Right. Super fans. So yeah, major shout out to her and all the relatives of yours that I saw um, from the pervert, <laughs> <laughs> from Dan the pervert. Um, the holidays are here though. And like I said, Fields Miss is something special that we do here 
And I really recommend this to anybody else. If you travel for Christmas, and especially if you have your own kids or you go back to your parents' house, I think anytime you go back to someone's house, it's their rules. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like their traditions and you're living their Christmas, Yeah, which is great. And it really is fun. But at some point in your life, you're going to want to have your own. Mm -hmm. And if you are in a situation where you have to travel, can't say it enough, the week before real Christmas, have a Smith's Miss or a, a Hall Miss or whatever. I guess if you're Jewish, uh, you, you're miserable anyway, so <laughs> do whatever. But a week before, have a like a Friendsgiving, you know, they call those yeah. stupid things. Do that for yourself. Can't recommend it enough. Because I know you guys, too. I mean, it's the same mm -hmm. thing. You go to Vegas, you stay at your parents' house, but here you want to have Santa come to here, yeah. to Northern California, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and your kids get to open gifts like twice. Right. So why not? Mm -hmm. Super fun. And you don't have to travel with a bunch of shit, like oh, extra God. gifts. Right. Because traveling in general with kids is just horrible, so... Oh, tra how about traveling with kids and their presents yeah. to give them to some in another city and then have to travel back with them? <laughs> back with them, yeah. You're shipping them twice <laughs> at your own expense and it's awful. So yeah, do that. And you know what? Your mom and dad are probably going to be pissed at first. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> you're you're going to open presents there? Like before us? <laughs> like what presents? And because you do take, it's like the other day before Thanksgiving, I was at Trader Joe's, of course, and they had a sample of stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy. And I thought, why would I eat that now? <laughs> why would I break the Thanksgiving seal? Yeah. Not at the table. Like if all of a sudden I had that sage and gravy flavor, I wouldn't be nearly as excited days later. I mean, especially at a sample table. <laughs> right. Like, um, no, I, I had my Thanksgiving meal in a supermarket, so right. I'm just going to skip it this year. Seriously. Or like, you know what? Had stuffing at Trader Joe's, babe. <laughs> Not going to make stuffing this year. Yeah. Scratch the itch already. Um, so yeah, there, uh, <laughs> you don't want to travel with that <laughs> shit. It's a nightmare. And anyways, talk to them about it though. Let them know that Grammy and Pep Pep, they're still number one. Everything's going to be fine. You can still do all your traditions, put out your cheese log yeah. or whatever thing you do. Were your parents work. a little pissed off that you I guys are doing so. your thing? You think so? Yeah, and I think Nicole's parents, too, were a little just like, it's, Christmas is very special yeah. to our in-laws. Mm -hmm. And so I think at first they probably, it took a moment just to be like, okay, you know what? I respect that. See, that's the thing about the difference between my parents and Nicole's parents mm -hmm. If Nicole's parents are upset at us, they would never say it. Yeah. They would either burn the they would let the house burn down yeah. before they would be like, "Ooh, you know what? You should probably put that fire out." <laughs> Meanwhile, my parents tell me at a drop of a hat if they're pissed <laughs> off at me. I don't know what's better. <laughs> Maybe something in the middle. Yeah, would be better. So anyhow, the other thing that we always recommend and talk about on the show is how we give gifts, mm -hmm. and it's this four things where we only give each other, I only give my kids four presents, I give my wife four presents, and it's something you want, something you need, something to wear, and something to read. And every year we talk about this on the show, we get more notes about this than most things, because mm -hmm. it's fun, yeah. and it's cool, and it's simple, and especially for a guy like me who's an awful gift giver, mm -hmm. the worst. And I've talked about this at the show at length about you know this i gave my wife lingerie in front of her dad on accident <laughs> like it's just awful so it's fantastic for me to have four rules it's very disciplined mm -hmm. self-flagellation over here <laughs> and want i don't is, think that's right I, I think it is flagellation is it okay i don't know it's like masticate means to chew yeah there's a fancy word for most <laughs> things and and so anyway what you want is like the gluttonous thing mm -hmm. you know you want a, uh, I was going to say new car. <laughs> hey, babe, here's a new car. My wife would be pissed if I just bought her a fucking car yeah. without consulting her, asking her what color, which one do you want? I mean, who are these psychos just springing a car <laughs> on their wife? Yeah, I don't, like, even clothes, I'm like, ah. Uh, right. I don't know. <laughs> and right. I don't want to buy something, and she's just like, are you fucking serious? Clothes. I don't trust myself with clothes. Yeah. So why would I buy an automobile? Can't take that back. <laughs> Can't buy the car from Costco and just return it. Yeah, I got a Hummer, babe. Like, good She'd for say, you. from who? <laughs> yeah. From your ex-girlfriend? No. 
So yeah, I, I could never do that. And I, but then, what if you did give that? I mean, your girl's supposed to act like, oh great, yeah, I'll just drive this car, thanks, babe. <laughs> um, again, like the difference between my parents and my in-laws, there probably are some partners who would just sort of say, like, you know what, he really tried. He he really tried, and he like got me this car, and even though I hate the color, and now we have another car payment, which is really hard right now. He it was really sweet that he did this. No, you don't have to lie and say that. Yeah, tell him to take that fucking thing back. <laughs> There's a cooling off period, I think they call it. Right? Is it really for buying cars? I don't know if it's uh, legal in every state, and I kind of don't think it's legal in california but it's called a quote-unquote cooling off period <laughs> because the grown-ups get so excited yeah they run off and buy a car <laughs> and then the next day they say oh fuck yeah i've cooled off i'm gonna take this car back <laughs> how embarrassing is that oh that's like, like the uh... worst walk of shame <laughs> Ever. Yeah, like I'm like scared to return clothes at a department store. Like, <laughs> right. I'm take a fucking car back to the dealership. Could you imagine the story you have to tell them? You'd be <laughs> oh like, God. oh, you know, I bought this for my girl. I got the big bow. Um, she hates it. She got cancer. She got cancer, it's, dog. Yeah, man, we got to pay for the bills. He would probably have to say something <laughs> that crazy. Like, I remember back in the day, a way to cancel a cable contract was to say, we're moving. <laughs> Guys, we're moving. Um, so used to do that all the. I'm moving back to Vegas. Right. Um, so yeah, you got to cut me off. And it's not like insurance fraud where they're going to send a private investigator <laughs> out here to take like a cheater style behind the scenes yeah. photos. Is cheater still in the air? I hope so. I mean, that's how we got Trump. The fact that <laughs> we wanted to see people cheating on each other, like that, is worse than porno. Oh yeah, it really is. <laughs> even if it was fake. So, anyways the fuck was i talking about <laughs> i was talking about want something oh buying a car or something buying like a that. car yeah. yes the worst walk of shame ever yeah you bring back the car the insane lie you have to tell that <laughs> poor guy and if i was a salesman i would tell all my salespeople: if somebody brings back a fucking car mm -hmm. you do everything to convince them to take it back oh yeah because if that they bring it back like it's on you mm -hmm. like sales guy i need you to Get Glenn, Glenn, Gary, Gen Ross, whatever that movie, get crazy <laughs> on their ass. And like even today, I had an Otterbox case mm -hmm. and it broke. Like it just broke. Like the rubber came off on it. It was super shitty. And so I called and was like, look, this case is two months old. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we'll send you a new one, um, but it's $5 shipping and handling. I said, no, please <laughs> waive that. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll do that for you, sir. It's like, well, look. Clearly, there are plenty of other people that don't ask for that because mm -hmm. they're too afraid to like push back, and they end up paying five bucks. Oh yeah, like that to me is stealing. Yeah, totally. It broke two months ago. I mean, well, that's like I feel like that's what would happen to me at a dealership. Right, like, I'd come home with like new rims. I'm like, oh shit, right. Uh, <laughs> right? Fuck, I fucked up. Seriously. Yeah. And now, and but even though I was gonna say the OtterBox guy was even like, "Are you sure you don't want to like keep it?" Or, I mean, even he was trying to kind of talk me <laughs> off the ledge. So, yeah, I can only imagine the car. It's it what you want, Eddie. Yeah. You want a car for Christmas. What if he was like, hey, why don't you take 10 minutes and then give me a call back? And if you feel the same way, right. then we'll go through the process. About the OtterBox? Yeah. yeah. That would have been um, easier, I think, for yeah. me. Um, what you need might be a car, too. That's, that's a bad example. But maybe you really need a new notebook for mm -hmm. the office. And this isn't just, the other nice thing about this is one gift can be really nice. The others can be sort of small. Yeah. Or you could say, you know, 25%, 25%. It's a great, yeah. great scale. Um, what you wear is, you know, hat, shirt, jacket, jewelry, mm -hmm. perfume. I mean, you can get a little creative yeah. on the wear. And you can also get a little creative with the read where like for my kids, I get them a book or I get them an arts and crafts thing. It could be a subscription to a magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess porno stationary mags. porno mags. Yeah, you know Evan gets the hustler, <laughs> and Grant gets the penthouse, that which is sense. surprising. You I mean, so? I would I would have thought Grant would have been more the hustler guy. This is uh, stop, <laughs> stop, <laughs> just stop. Um, so yeah, what you want, what you need, what you wear, and what you read. We'll revisit that in like ten years. <laughs> You're right. I know on a on a couch or in a jail cell <laughs> so again like i said i'm a terrible gift giver mm -hmm. so i'm really having a hard time right now if anyone has any recommendations 
for gifts that we should give to our wives. Yeah, that'd be great. Let us know. Sometimes people write in and say, hey, what's a gift that we could give the show, Uncle Danny? <laughs> and I say, it's great you asked. The best gift is telling a friend. Oh, definitely. Tell a friend about the show. And the second gift would be buying me Hearthstone cards, <laughs> packs of Hearthstone cards. <laughs> so do that. But I have another idea for a gift. Okay. So nothing makes me happier than when someone reaches out to the show, like Sly did for BZRK. Mm-hmm. People that actually like the show, that believe in the show, and then they have the ability to spend money on advertising or do a thing. And I think a lot of people just reach out to us because we're just, they cold call us. They don't have a clue what the show's about. Mm-hmm. And this company called Songfinch hit us up. And my favorite thing is, is I said, cool, listen to the podcast, see if you like it. And they liked it. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And not only that, but they became a fan too. So there's this company called Songfinch, which is go to that website, www.songfinch.com. I talked about this a little bit on last week's show where they make you a song Mm -hmm. and they make you a song that's personalized. You send them some information like, you know, this is my wife. This is her, how we met and all that. They did that for me and I have a song. Oh my God, dude. I'm so excited. That they made. I have a song that they made <laughs> and it's dope. It took like three or four days. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a girl or a guy or something, like I guess you could, what you could probably even do is use this as a, a proposal. You could sneak a message in there. Mm-hmm. So that's what I need to figure out as a way that I can play this for my wife to see if she listens and she's like, that song just saying Nicole or something like that. So I'll play a snippet of it here real quick and, and you guys can hear. My heart was stolen in Reno. So Reno, that's where we met. How you loved that beard, I'll never know. It said how I had a beard when we met and I was really ugly. <laughs> 14 years since our vows, but I've always known I'd be thanking Brent. So my friend Brent is who hooked us up. Okay. Which is important. But he probably probably didn't need his name in the song, just just (laughs) whatever. Do you remember when my heart was Taking on that bridge. Bridge, we met on a bridge. Aww. Don't worry, I'm not going to play the whole song. <laughs> First time I saw an angel. The second time was when I saw Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> Our daughter's name. That is so sweet, you man. Isn't it sweet? So it goes on. And it's really nice. Like, they make you. They make you a little website too mm-hmm. where you can i guess you know the lyrics are there you can download the song and they send you a cute card that you can give to your your partner or your friend or your parent or whoever and it's pretty sweet nice like i wanted to be kind of corny about it and i thought it was going to be um not as good as it was mm-hmm. but they have i guess hundreds of people on standby they write these songs uh, I, i'm curious to know more about it but Check it out. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Really Song cool. Finch. So that's exciting. And what else? Oh, okay. Another thing that I love, like I mentioned, I we used to have our shirts made by Teespring. Mm-hmm. And then we switched to another company. And we're going back to Teespring. Okay. Heading on back because I feel like those shirts, I, I liked them better. The store was easier to deal with. And like I was saying about Song Finch is this girl named Lex reached out to me mm-hmm. from Teespring and she said, Hey, you know what we do? We'll listen to your show and we'll help you make merchandise. I said, great. Oh, wow. You know, they already take a cut of this. It's in their best interest to have as much shirts and people making content Yeah, on their platform. It's actually really smart. Like this girl is like a content curator. She goes out, she finds podcasts, finds like i can't think pussy got wet i mean maybe <laughs> like things like that or a couple weeks ago we were talking about cat cum yeah <laughs> and you know maybe that makes it on a shirt <laughs> who's gonna buy a shirt that says cat cum <laughs> on it i don't know but they're like listening they help you do all that and i thought to myself wait till she listens to the show <laughs> like i didn't even think i was gonna go back to teespring it was almost like cool here's a here's a potential fan yeah let me you know i work hard to get every stinking fan 
and she loved it. That's She's so like, oh my awesome. God, cat come. I had to listen to your podcast <laughs> and now I'm totally into it. So the store is coming back just in time for Christmas. Awesome. New stuff with the new logo and we're doing it through Teespring. And if you do want to, like some of the old stuff, like the old hats and mugs, they'll still be around if anyone wants to order those, but otherwise uh, check it out. Nice. Just in time for Christmas. Yes. Get all your Save It For The Show merch. If you listen to the show with your boyfriend or your wife or your mother, then you know what? It'll make a great gift. <laughs> and honestly, Eddie and I make like a dollar a shirt. <laughs> like if you want to support us financially, Patreon. Yeah. I don't care. Buy a shirt. Yeah, we're not then, good businessmen. No, we're not. Not with this. <laughs> no. In real life, thank God. <laughs> sort of good enough. The show, terrible. <laughs> um, but no, buy a shirt, wear it around. Have a good time. Take a picture of it. Tag us in it. Yeah. Do all that good stuff. Love seeing that stuff. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, you know, okay. Let's do some voicemails. Okay. We've been getting a ton of voicemails lately. And if, if I don't do yours tonight, please keep sending them in and keep hanging tight. But I want to play a voicemail from a guy where, I mean, we've been doing the show now, Eddie, for five years. Oh, wow. Or, I don't know. Isn't it? Yeah. Five years. Twenties five yeah, I mean like five years. Yeah. Which is crazy slash sort of pathetic <laughs> slash amazing <laughs> slash awesome. And there's this guy and his name's Al. And right when, when we when I when I started the show and it was just me mm-hmm. making these awful, terrible episodes, there was a guy who found us in iTunes and he stuck around. And I, I almost consider him other than like my sister probably you and mm-hmm. some of my, my friends, he was the first non-acquaintance of mine that liked the show. Yeah. And he still listens. Yeah, it's so crazy. And he's awesome. And he sends us in notes and all sorts of things. And he sent us in a voicemail. So I'm going to play it here. Hi, Dan. Hi, Eddie. This is Albert, longtime listener, uh, who's uh, left a glowing review and sent you drawings in the past as well as unsigned. Uh, messages through various media. Uh, making his first call to tell you that at long last I finally got my ideal dream job. And that's drawing pictures for a, a local cannabis dispensary. Uh, let's see. And since this is my first call, I'm going to keep it brief. Uh, since I'm a little stoned and it's not like I'm going to uh, come up with any nuggets of comedy gold. So. Uh, uh, tell Eddie I said hi, and uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's uh, episode. Bye. Well, thank you, Al. <laughs> and I do appreciate it. And I wish I knew how he found the show, what made him stick around. He's seen it change, and he's, he's ridden it out. Yeah. If anyone else has listened to the show for three or four years or anything like that, send me a note and, and let us know, because you're part of a club. Maybe you get a pin. Yeah, and congrats to Al for finding your dream job, man. Yeah. That's I awesome. Mean, isn't that what we all want? Is <laughs> to find our dream job. So yeah, good for you, my friend. And like I said, savefortheshow.com slash contact. You can send us in a voicemail that way. You can send us in questions. Eddie, we got questions. Oh, yeah. Let's chew through a few of these real quick. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. We got answers. All right, so here's a question. Um, this one's a little long, but it's it's a good one. Thunder D and Eddie Money. What's up, bitches? Your show's fucking great. Keep up the funny shit. Question for you guys, and I've never told anyone else this or asked anybody. I'm 37 years old and I'm separated, and I'm about to get divorced. Which, by the way, is funny to me. Like, when you're separated, does that mean you're still married, but you're fucking other people? And it's okay? I think so. And then maybe when you do get divorced, are you not allowed to hold that against them? That when you were separated, they fucked their ex-boyfriend or the neighbor or something like I mean, that? Sure. I have no idea. There's got to be rules about that. <laughs> yeah. And well, how many people get separated? Just fuck. I mean, that's why you get separated. Yeah. Because you just want to fuck some other people. I mean, like, really. <laughs> like, if you're getting separated for any other reason, I feel like that's not a reason to get separated. Like, can't you just kind of work it out? Yeah, totally. Hey, yeah, man, I, I spent a lot of money on a thing. Why would you separate from them? That's when you <laughs> kind of need them the most. Like, if your, parent, if your partner does something awful, mm-hmm. you bring them in and you, you help them through a crisis. <laughs> if my wife got a drinking problem out of nowhere, mm-hmm. 
if I separated from her, she'd kill herself. Like, <laughs> you know, she would drink harder. Yeah, but I mean, some people, they, I mean, are, are just so much. That, I guess so. You know, and they just can't be helped by you staying with them. But separating, I feel like, is the notion that you might get back together. Like, is this a, a process? You can just get divorced. Yeah. Like, what's the process here? I mean, I'm sure it's well, it's the cooling off period, maybe. It's the cooling it's off like, period. It's like, hey, fuck you, I want to get a divorce. Right. Like, well, let's just get separated first, and then we'll see how it goes. Is there paperwork with the separation? That's I think there is. I think the there's question. Like legal separation, right? Probably. And then like you figure out like custody of the kids during that time? During separation? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I gotta I gotta Google that shit. <laughs> or I'll tell you what, ask me in a few more years once you and I are super famous, <laughs> both going through a very high profile divorce. Yeah. And or separation from each other. From each other. <laughs> um, that would be the worst divorce. Me and Eddie are separated. <laughs> That'd be funny. Next week on the podcast is someone new. And I'm all, Eddie and I are uh, separated. We trade, like, hosting duties. Right. It's true. The, the podcast, split it down the middle. <laughs> but whoever pulls tightest, you let them, they don't want it. Yeah. You know, they're going to try to hurt it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> he's getting separated. But divorced soon. He's got a new girlfriend who's fucking badass. So, I mean, imagine that. Like, you're 37, don't know how long you've been married. That first girlfriend, uh, off the bat, I mean, that's a... Easy shoes to fill, big shoes to fill. Like, what do you for the girlfriend? For the or? girlfriend and for you. Like, after being married for so long and getting well, back in the game, I feel like number one, it would either take me really long to find another girlfriend, or I'd probably just scoop up the first chick who was right. like, "Yeah, I'll be your girlfriend." Great. <laughs> yeah, I'll suck your dick. Yeah, this is what totally. I know. Yeah, I'm back. Exactly. Or yeah, you're right. It'll take you forever. No one will be good enough. You want your wife back? Yeah. You know. I mean, fair enough. So okay, but you're right. I mean, he found her. She's great. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Uh, like okay, she's fucking badass. Like she shampooed my carpets while I played PS4 for a couple hours. I mean, pause. Maybe <laughs> I mean that is great. That is great. Yes. Um, but you know, you're you're in the honeymoon period right now. Too. Exactly. You know, once you're married to her for twelve years. <laughs> buddy <laughs> she's not going to be shampooing carpets while you play video games is he talking about she washed his private areas while he played ps4 oh wait a second <laughs> you think this is a metaphor it might be man shampooed my carpets <laughs> you gotta read between the lines man but that means she what cleaned his balls and and pubes your royal penis is clean well fine <laughs> but shampoo to me denotes actual cleaning Whatever, fine. <laughs> she sucked his dick while he played a video games for a couple hours. <laughs> okay. Uh, da, 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 da. She's great. I really like her. And she's smoking hot. Way out of my league. But the only way she can come, and here's the question, <laughs> is with a dildo. And she says she's never come during sex, only masturbating with a dildo. I talked her into one, getting one for my house because I live by myself and she has a roommate. So we're always yodeling down her canyon at my place. So maybe the shampoo thing is he's got a lot of <laughs> he's got a lot going on here, a lot of poetry. Yodeling down her canyon, which to me sounds like going down on her. Yeah. Right. Maybe he yells at the vagina, just like my <laughs> wife yells at puke. Uh, so she bought a ten dollar one off Amazon, but what she really got was ten one dollar pieces of absolute garbage, each lasting maybe two minutes. So you know she sprung for the ten dollar vibrator okay which already sounds like a piece of shit yeah and instead she got 10 like party ones which i don't really understand they make party vibrators like i mean probably for like, like one-time use vibrators disposable yeah yeah right like you use that it seems so wasteful <laughs> it really does but if it's only a dollar I mean, but I mean, still think about the landfill yeah seriously guys sake. think so, green here think green not with your one-time dildos yeah what do you think you are like that's what melania trump does <laughs> except she uses like a gold-plated one <laughs> yeah. and then just throws it in the street yeah and that's why people are always hanging out around trump tower because <laughs> maybe you'd be able to catch flying gold dildos. one of melania's gold dildos uh okay I'm still packing up my ex's crap to get out of here. And about a month ago, I spotted on the floor in her closet that my ex had basically bought a shocker dildo where instead of in the stink, there's a sort of French tickler thing that hits the man in the boat, (laughs) which I think is the clit, the man in the boat. Uh, And of course, the dildo is for her puss. 
So yeah, it's one of those things. It looks like a, I'm doing a thumb and a pointer finger situation yeah. where it's inside her, but it's also hitting the clitoris. You're getting G spot <laughs> eddy and clitoral stimulation. So shocker, you know, that a lady doesn't want that. Like, of course. Well, the night I found it, I'd been out drinking with a couple of my best friends who I hadn't seen in months. Needless to say, I was intoxicated and it seemed like a good idea to take a picture of my ex's dildo and send it to my girlfriend and tell her I bought it for her at the porn store. Holy shit, did she ever take, it took our sex to the next level. Um, After she comes, she goes straight up porn star and it's fantastic. I feel very shitty about it, but I don't think my ex even used it as it was still in the box. Am I a dickhead? Am I going to hell from PGFNW? And yeah, wait, whoops. He says, forgot I wanted to make this anonymous. Maybe I shouldn't say his name. <laughs> I have to bleep that out. <laughs> I'm just reading his email, and I meant to make a note of that. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe I shrunk it down to that. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm gonna bleep it out. You know who you are, Daddy O, man in the man in the canoe, and and who you are. Um, oh, he also says, P.S. I'm a 23 year howard stern super fan i listen every day and i heard you talk about the show and how much you love it i couldn't agree more uh they really seem like they're my real life buddies uh like you two you gotta come to por- oh wait never mind forget about it. okay i gotta bleep that out <laughs> this guy's gonna get fucking had on here all right lots of bleeps in this episode. okay so the question here is is it bad that he used his ex-wife dildo on his new girlfriend 100 percent no yeah. I don't think so. As long as it was clean and you know you didn't give your new girl something that your wife had if it was yeah. in the box. And at first when I read it, I misread it. I thought he was saying he took a picture of the dildo like with his ex-girlfriend, send that to your wife. Oh, okay. Like in your face. That's, that's <laughs> you pretty know, hardcore. New girls using it. Yeah. And working it. <laughs> Sally. That definitely confirms a divorce over a separation. I would say that's a nail in a coffin. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, it's not coming back after that. <laughs> not coming back. So, hey, use it. Enjoy it. You consider it a, a bit of a of a windfall. You yeah. know, who doesn't want to find a free dildo in their house? If I could find some rocking dildo like that, you know, maybe that's what the listeners should buy us for Christmas. <laughs> Just one of those. Yeah, can you give us the model? Yeah. The specific model number for that? I'll hit him up. So if I say his name, you're going to have to bleep it out, too? Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Don't give me more work out to do. <laughs> Go ahead, say it one time. Okay, good job. You <laughs> Thank did. you. Um, so, yeah, you're fine, buddy. Rock it out. Uh, maybe I'll get my wife one of these, like I said. Hey, wouldn't that be great? Hey, babe, the listeners, mm-hmm. they all pitched in <laughs> for the holidays and for something I want and something you need <laughs> for you to wear and for me to read your... <laughs> reaction of how excited you're going to be nice this dildo <laughs> covers all four <laughs> one present one present you to got rule it. them all i mean that's why i'm such a piece of shit <laughs> gift giver and she'd say you bought me a fucking dildo for all four uh no i would never do that and then she uses it and is like you are the best husband ever and right she wouldn't need me anymore yeah I'd be out of the, out of the house. Like, Go to your podcast. Should like, you do your podcast for forty five minutes? That's all I need. Um, let's read one more question, and then uh, we'll do a real treats, and we'll we'll call it a night. Uh, hey, Dan and Eddie, it's your friend Chris from Washington D.C. I'm a straight African American, twenty eight year old uh, paralegal, and I have a work related question. Meanwhile, this guy he just gave us everything. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like I could find him on Facebook at this point. <laughs> Uh, I recently started working at a big law office, 600 attorneys, 14 different countries, and my paralegal coworkers and I have have a lighthearted email thread where we talk funny things at work, bosses, opposing counsel, clients, major pause here, dude. Yeah, what? You're a fucking paralegal, and you have this insane thread (laughs) where people could burn your ass all day long? Yeah. You're talking shit about your bosses? (laughs) What are these piece of shit people you work with? could print this out yeah march down to their office that is so crazy but it's pretty easy to fabricate these things too i mean in photoshop there's no like digital stamp so i want you could probably just say i didn't do it As somebody would have to like go to your coworker's computer look at it i mean it would be yeah. hard but these long threads 
dude, you do not want to be involved in one. Oh, but that email God. could be, it could have all this shit on it. Yeah, and what if it gets sent to the wrong person? Like, Well, let me go ahead and finish this question, <laughs> Eddie, foreshadowing. Uh, last week, the partners went out for their first Friday of the month international meal, and they decided to get Indian. So let me just pause again. Like, he works at this law firm, and the first Friday of the month, they get an international meal, which seems a little pandering, yeah. <laughs> where, like, all the white men and, you know, uh, honky old white attorneys at your office get to go have Indian food. And look, of course, I'm sure you have plenty of other uh, sexes and nationalities, but still, I'm... It's funny to me. It's yeah. like international day. And then let's say it's Filipino. And they come back and they're like, oh, Eduardo. <laughs> uh, me and the other partners enjoyed some blot <laughs> or adobos, I think they call it. And you're just sitting there like rubbing your head like, oh, God. Uh, okay. He goes on to say, and they decided to get Indian. After they came back and curry was permeating through our cubicle farm, I decided to make a joke about how one of our founding female partners smells like a cheap audio tech on a Bollywood film set. If you don't know, Bollywood's the cheaper Indian equivalent of Hollywood. Um, And if you did know, sorry for explaining that like a douche. After I pressed send, I realized a 22-year-old fresh out of undergrad jerk-off Kevin... (laughs) Why did he put all these names in? I hope he changes. <laughs> Had included the female partner in the email thread. Needless to say, I was mortified. So here we are. You yeah. did it. Dude, the partner? Yeah. I mean, you said she smelled like curry and she's <sighs> an Indian person. Like, dude, that's like saying a black person smells like fried chicken <laughs> or something. Like, that is awful. Yeah. If she read that, you better hope she's so busy that she didn't. But it's baked into that thread forever, yeah, man. It if is. it's like reply all, reply all, reply all. Like that's gonna say in this email chain all over the place, like you might just want to quit, man. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Don't quit. Um, um he wants he really wants our advice. Because listen <laughs> to the next part. I'm at a loss right now because I've wanted to ask her out for weeks. Oh my gosh. We worried about asking her out, man. We worried about her being <laughs> furious at you. I don't know how to approach it. Do I do the move from office space and just don't give a fuck away? Don't give a fuck my way into her heart? Or do I beg for forgiveness and put my love life on the back burner for now? So thank you, Chris. And we're making a little bit light of this. um, So I hope you're a good sport. Mm -hmm. But don't ask her out, man. (laughs) First of all, you work with her. She's your boss. or She's a partner. I don't know how law firms work. Maybe this is silly and paralegals date partners all the time. I doubt it, mm-hmm. right? Like she's a partner in the firm, and what is a paralegal? Like a junior lawyer or something? I think so. I think they do all like the, the filing and yeah. the writing stuff, something like that. Again, I'm sorry. Quick, quick, quick <laughs> Google search would would serve me right on that. But don't date her. She can't date you. I I I think um, if if he gets in trouble for this mm-hmm. and gets fired, then he should ask her out because they'll no longer work for the company. Correct. He's got nothing to lose. Correct. Otherwise, if you want to keep your job, I, I would definitely would not ask her out. No, and I wouldn't even talk about it. I would be very careful on this thread now. Hopefully, it doesn't get back to her, but you'll you'll be okay. But yeah, don't ask her out. Yeah. 100% don't ask her out. Because honestly, she probably just can't, and she'll have to tell you no, and then it'll be awkward when you see her. Just become great friends, and then when you move to a different law firm, then you can you know yeah get after that. I would like to know, though, like what their current relationship is like. Like if, true. if he's never talked to her, I mean, this sounds like <laughs> a huge company. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's true. So, and let why, us know. Well, I'm curious too. This guy's 22. He should be amazing at the at emailing. He's he was born on an email. <laughs> he came up in the email. You would expect like a 48 year old person, yeah. to do some reply all. Like, excuse me. One time, I was BCC'd um, on an email. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you get BCC'd on an email, which just means no one knows that you also got the email. Yeah. I mean, that's shady. Yeah. Like there's really, I, I think of every BCC'd email I've ever done and it's always had an ulterior motive. Oh yeah. Always. Whether I didn't want the people sending it to know or the person getting it to see. The only time I BCC is when I want to say, hey guys, we're cool. I'm going to reply to this guy. I'm BCCing your ass out of the thread. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, great. Whew. Take me off this fucking thread. Yeah. Like, if you're the kind of person that's replying all to a thread that's had, like, 15 people on it, and some of them have never said a word, 
they hate you. <laughs> they hate you, especially if it's like a hot thread about a project or a party. Mm-hmm. And every day they got to get another email from Steven. Yeah. Fucking Steven. I, don't, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't unsubscribe from an email thread. Can you have some common email decency? Remove the people that are important to it and, and get on with your life. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so a 22 year old should know that kind of shit. He should, you would think. And not reply all. So I got BCC'd. And I didn't realize it because it made sense that it was an email that I should be getting. So I replied all like, fantastic. Can't wait to see how it goes. <laughs> and my friends all, dude, I fucking BCC'd you on that. And so you got to tell me. <laughs> I get so many emails a day. I can't look and see if there's a little B on the CC in front of my yeah. name. An email should come through and be red. Like it should be the color <laughs> red. Yeah. If you're BCC'd on it to say, warning, warning. <laughs> These motherfuckers don't know you got this email. You should Do not reply that. all. <laughs> invent that warning. I should. You know the other warning? I want to reinvent that warning and also a way for you to queue emails. Okay. Because think about yeah. how cool it would be. You go home right now, you write like two or three work emails, and then queue them up to send around 11.30 p.m. Yeah, why can't you do that? Oh, I mean, Eddie's working at 11.30? <laughs> and then I got another email from Eddie at like 5 a.m. <laughs> He's working really hard, guys. Yeah. We should give him a promotion. And meanwhile, you wrote all those emails from like 9 to 10 a.m. And then you went home. <laughs> so somebody invent those two things and, and you'll be good. Um, all right. That's it. Okay. Let's uh, let's do some real treats here and uh, we'll call it a night. Yeah. It's that time again. Come on. Eddie, the name of the song says, whether it's Bailey's in your coffee Mm -hmm. or beating your meat, which, you know, you can beat your meat year round. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Bailey's in your coffee, though, I tend to only do during the holidays because otherwise I feel just awful. Really? Am I supposed to drink Bailey's before I go to work? I mean, just a little bit, right? I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. Oh, I know. Well, it's fine. Then why don't you just... Have an orange juice and vodka <laughs> before you go to work. I mean, doesn't sound too bad. Sounds great. <laughs> but, you know, you can't do that. And so that was another fantastic thing about the Thanksgiving is, well, yes, I'd like some Baileys in that <laughs> coffee, please. So the real treat came true. Not the real treat this week. Eddie, what, what is your real treat this week? My real treat is a show on Hulu that I, I was talking to you about before. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. It's called Future Man. Uh, and it's with Josh Hutcherson, I think his name is. Yeah, what's he um, from? He was in uh, Hunger Games. He played okay. Peta. In, yeah, in Hunger Games. All right. Um, but yeah, it's a funny show. Mm-hmm. Do you know the premise of the show? No. So he's like a janitor. 30, 30 minute sitcom type show. Thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah, thirty minutes. Um, and he's a janitor at like a science lab, and all of a sudden, these supposed people from the future come back and say we need your help to save humanity basically mm. and they turn out to be characters in a video game that he plays oh and they're like oh yeah that's just propaganda we send into the past to prepare people for hmm. the future or whatever um so they they go on this ridiculous quest and it sounds it's, great it's super fun and it's like it's really well done and i it's nice because all the shows that Kristen and i my wife actively try to watch are mm-hmm. like really serious like dramas yeah and that can get like exhausting oh, so it's terrible nice. yeah and it's nice to have a short show that's super funny mm-hmm. um, i think seth rogan produced it produced yeah, it or written, something, like, something that. like that uh, but yeah check it out i will and uh, for me that that show's been big mouth which i know oh yeah you've enjoyed on netflix and the funny thing to me about shows like big mouth and future man is they're written binged in mind mm-hmm. same with stranger things and big mouth even has all these callback jokes and it's super meta about yeah. referencing that you're binging right now yeah, and things totally. like that. But that's fun and that's cool and that's interesting that now you can write a show like that. Whereas, you know, Modern Family has to be written a much different way mm-hmm. um, because who the fuck is still watching Modern Family <laughs> at this point? I still use Snapchat and I enjoy it. And when I, I still even go to the Discover tab. Mm-hmm. Do you still go there from time to Sometimes, time? Sometimes, yeah. I used to go there a lot when Comedy Central was on there. And the fact that Comedy Central couldn't make it, mm-hmm. maybe it was sad to me. They shut their channel down. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Snapchat's in the toilet. But anyways, the girl who plays uh, the middle girl, Alex. 
Yeah. Is that her Ari- name? Ariel uh, Winter? Wh- is that her name? I think so. I think it's like a real name. It sounds like a stripper's name. It does. It, it totally does. Either way, I mean, she might as well be like 22 or 28. I don't even know how old she is, but every day she's in one of these like star channels where she's like working out at the gym or with her butt hanging out or something. Yeah. I'm like, how old is this girl? And <laughs> why is everyone obsessed with her? Like, she's just like a girl on a sitcom. Like, how did she, when did she become like a starlet? Yeah. Well, I think it's because she does dress so scantily clad and sexy. And I think she had a breast reduction or something. And it was a big deal because she has gigantic boobs. Can somebody sit her down and say, honey, you're walking down a path here. Like, you're like one year away from crashing your Mercedes because you're drunk. Yeah. On the street. Well, her whole thing is like, I think, being proud of your body because she's not like a super skinny, you know, she's Girl. pretty skinny to me yeah i mean she's definitely not fat I right don't know. <laughs> what are you saying I mean, <laughs> all right fine she's like she's 18 at least i know that for a fact i hope so <laughs> you know what i'm saying well that's the thing like you know you, then you got roy moore over here he's like look what's my what's not my fault did you hear like, about sexualized everywhere the sting that they tried to do yes so ridiculous yeah. yeah that they tried to sort of like entrap a reporter with a fake person that said that he raped her to see if they'd run the story. Yeah. So then they could say, look, you ran a fake, you ran a fake story. Mm-hmm. And they caught him doing it, which is hilarious. Cause they followed them back to the headquarters of whatever organization right. they work for. So Ugh. ridiculous. And you know what? That's the sad thing too, is everyone knows this Roy Moore guy is like a creep and, um, like a pedophile or whatever he is, but they don't care. Mm-hmm. Like they, like at this point they, they would rather have that guy in there than lose it. And it's hard to say because what if, I mean, I guess Alf, this is, no, no, stop. <laughs> Look what you did. Future Man. Future Man. Check it out. Funny Future show. Future Man. Um, mine is also a piece of media that you and I enjoyed together, and it's the new Disney Pixar film, Coco. Oh, man. Yeah. Which I thought was great. Whew, yeah, that was, yeah. It was, was good. A good movie. I, I cried. I was going to say, I almost cried. Yeah. It like everything in me to should not let cry. it go. Was it because you were sitting next to me? I, it was a like, little bit. I know, I, I know. Like Me too. I still cried, even though I thought, like, you know what? I'm just gonna let these tears come <laughs> out right now. There's a very sad part that, like, honestly, I've I haven't had those feelings mm-hmm. in a Pixar movie. Like, I don't think ever. Like, it was a very like what emotional about part. First ten minutes of Up. With okay, the, yeah, that's pretty fucking sad. But it's like that. It was that same kind of emotion where I just yeah, I, like I tears like hot tears rolled down yeah. my eyes and you know if i had been sitting next to my wife i probably would have maybe like <laughs> like a little bit more like that yeah. like squeezed her hand right yeah because i'm sure she was crying yeah and instead i kind of sat next to you because we went with our entire family there was 11 of us there yes. and the way the kids played musical chairs just you and i ended up on the end <laughs> yeah. kind of like if, if i didn't know better and i saw us standing there i'd be like fuck those dads like, yeah. but they like they couldn't sit with their kids. They had to sit at the end. I would have loved to sit by the kids. Yeah, it would have been nice. <laughs> right. But it didn't work out that way. And no. We shared a picture. We shared a picture of beer. <laughs> so we look like even bigger pieces of shit. We really did. Like, look at those fucking dads eating chicken wings, <laughs> drinking beer, while the rest of their kids are down there. Um, so we did that. We shared a cry. It's a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. I remember last week you were talking about that gal who thinks she's Filipino. Yeah. You know, I I guess I think I'm Mexican now (laughs) because I love Mexican food. I love the culture. And after I watched Coco, I'm just, I'm a Mexican person now. It makes sense. I mean, that's basically like a how-to video of being Mexican. Right. I know. But I've heard that people are really embracing it. Like, Oh, yeah. Especially, it's already like the highest grossing movie ever in Mexico. It's so good, man. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, whether you're a kid or a kid at heart. Yeah. Check it out. Now, there's plenty of bad reviews of it, too, that it's like, Oh, oh, and because John Lasseter, the guy who ran Pixar, mm-hmm. just got shit canned because of his quote unquote inappropriate <laughs> hugs. What does even that mean? I think probably lingering hugs. <sighs> lingering, and I bet you he really pulled you in. Yeah. Like, I think we've talked about this on the show how, you know, women will, well, they won't hug a man where they just push their breasts against his body mm-hmm. unless it's their husband or unless they're throwing a vibe out. I mean, if I hugged a co-working woman and she really pressed her, her, her boobs just really into me and pulled me in, I would think, damn. Yeah. Like, whoa. She's trying to get it. That's like a BCC. <laughs> you don't BCC and squeeze your titties on a man on accident. Yeah. And so maybe he was forcing 
<laughs> that to happen. <laughs> like, or he was just holding people extra tight. And I do think there are people who are just touchy, you mm-hmm. know, or maybe they like to come behind you and they kind of rub your shoulders or, yeah. you know, whatever. You can tell the difference. <laughs> There's a very, very big difference. And the really sad thing to me is once one of these guys, Charlie Rose, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> You're a pervert too, Charlie Rose? And not a cool pervert like me. <laughs> like a bad one. A disrespectful, um, female-hating one. Um, but then all of a sudden, it's like all these stories. It's yeah. like a bottleneck. Like once one comes out, it's like, oh my God. So now people are, you're not allowed to like Pixar anymore. I mean, because of John Lasseter. What are you going to do? I don't know. So go see Coco. Um, it's a really enjoyable movie. I will say this. Before the movie, there is a 20-minute long Frozen sketch. Yeah. Frozen cartoon. Yeah. And like most people, you and I went into it without a clue. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Pixar does this. Disney does this. They'll do like a cute little vignette. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here's like a song and a three-minute uh, conflict climax resolution. Zip, zap, zoom. And then that's the end of it. So they did that. And then it went on and on. And it was so long. You and I are looking at each other. Like, what is, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Why is this so long? And the voices sounded weird. They you did. and I were convinced <laughs> that it wasn't the real Josh Gad. And, yeah. Uh, we thought maybe one of them would have been the real voice. And right. the others were just hired randoms. Right. But no, it's, it's all of them. It was all of them. And it was there. And it was in our face. And a lot of people were pissed. Yeah. And I think the kids were confused. And I don't know. Make another Frozen movie i guess coco took six years i heard wow really can you imagine that and just imagine that means right now how many pixar movies are in production disney movies all dream all of them Mm -hmm. that aren't even gonna come out for like two or three four five six years yeah i mean i get upset if i'm working on something and i know it's gonna be a week before it comes yeah, out, let totally. alone or a month. It's totally. like, oh my God. But to know like, all right, we're starting principal character design on the Pixar 2024 film, uh, Coco 2, Coco, Coco Dos, Coco Dos, the story <laughs> of the boy Dos. now. And I mean, how could you even know what the world's going to be like yeah. at that point? I mean, I'm sure they didn't anticipate releasing a movie during the year where a president is actively trying to build a wall Right. To keep Mexicans out. I mean, right. You know what I mean? How pissed were they <laughs> when they said, oh my God, our film is about Mexico and Mexicans. Yeah. And our president hates Mexicans. Like, I hope they were like, fuck him. Oh, yeah. Let's Big get it. Finger. It was probably supposed to come out like a couple years later. And they're like, no, we got to get it out now, guys, because this right. asshole needs to know something. Seriously. Yeah. And it's a hit, and I'm glad. And the kids loved it. And that's that. Yeah. So, and actually, in fact, I, I think I'm going to do um, uh, our, our good friend Dylan, you know, fan favorite Dylan, yeah. <laughs> that I do the Dead Inside podcast with. He also does a movie review podcast. And since I see, you know, maybe two movies a year, mm-hmm. he said, oh, Dan, you got to come on the show. <laughs> come on the show, Dan. Please come on. Is that your best Dylan voice? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good Dylan, even though I've heard hours of his voice. <laughs> Um, he said, come on the show, please. And I said, of course, Coco, let's do it. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about Coco this week on his podcast, which is called The Watch and Talk. I hope you uh, like took notes. I didn't. You got to go watch it again, man. <laughs> no, I'm just going to roll with it. I'm the color commentary. Okay. I mean, I'll just, you know, that thing you said about Trump and Mexicans is great. There you go. I'll definitely you can take that. use that on there. <laughs> Or something. Uh, and all those weird nude scenes, which is kind of like out there for Pixar, but whatever. Um, really so realistic it. looking, too, man. Very. Yeah. The way the things bounced and I, everything. I like a Latina gal. It's fantastic. All right, Eddie. Show's over. Yes. So what did we know? New store, new merch, songfinch.com. And after I, I share this song with my wife, I think I'm going to I'm gonna put it on a CD or mm. on an MP3 player or something. And then I'll just be playing it around her and I'll say, huh. What? I mean, am I supposed to wait till Christmas and play this song on Christmas now? You, I, you know what you should do. What? It's gonna take a, a lot of fucking work to do this. Oh, because I'm also terrified. What if she hates it or thinks it's corny? But no, go ahead. She's what, gonna, what, what, she gonna like? Okay. So okay, so you need to record a music video. Oh my god! Of like you singing it, like not actually singing, obviously lip syncing, right. and then you sync it up to the song. But 
she's in the background the whole time but doesn't even know that you're recording this music video and you can give that to her and she will probably lick your ball sack that would be very nice <laughs> i have to record it on the iphone i'm not gonna do it but it's a great idea Eddie. <laughs> or i can just stalk her and oh, you with my iphone and please just record you guys nonstop all day i'll put some paperwork in place just like a separation that says okay. <laughs> eddie is legally allowed to stalk us and we're good i'm down all right song finch that's what they need to do is offer that <laughs> service too so that's great and and for this week for our sifstery from an old show our good friend amanda hug and kiss um, from episode 239 uh, the song is called sex by persephone's bees all right and that's it so otherwise this has been episode 270 of save for the show with dan and eddie thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week see you another question hello dan and eddie you guys brought up a subject that's been on my mind lately sex ed my son is 12 in sixth grade and i haven't seen any paperwork come from home in regards to upcoming sex education i started when i was in fourth grade so i don't know what the fuck is going on all right pause this person had sex in the fourth grade no judgment here but my son's in fifth grade and that would just blow my mind is that what they're saying oh no 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 i'm sorry (laughs) You're totally right. That's like I was like, insane. wait, did I miss something? Right. They, okay, sorry. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> she must have started sex ed. Yeah. And maybe they do start it a little earlier with girls because you're developing breasts. You're, maybe you have a period. Like, I don't know. What, how, what age do girls have their first period? I think it's getting younger and younger these days. From milk. <laughs> and drinking milk. Yeah, I think that's part of it. All right. So, okay. So she goes on to say, and you're right. So she had sex ed in fourth grade. I live in a somewhat conservative town, and I'm wondering if the schools have done away with it. Uh, My son takes really long showers these days and acts super fishy when I walk into his room. It's gotten to the point where I stomp really loud down the stairs to avoid any awkward situations. What I'm getting at is, should I have the talk with him? Um, Oh, and his dad and I are separated, and the dad refuses to talk to him about those things. So let me know what you'd prefer. Be honest. PJ's got wet. PJ's stay wet. Jerry, who's a gal. So, yeah, PJ's got wet from wet dreams. <laughs> got to talk to your son about it. Yeah. Excuse me, he's in sixth grade, and if you don't talk to him about it, somebody's going to tell him something crazy. Mm-hmm. His friends will bring in a hustler, and they'll say that you get girls pregnant. You, you won't get girls pregnant if you have sex doggy style. Yeah. Or something. You don't have to wear a condom if you do a doggy style. <laughs> like, some dumbass kid will spread that rumor if you don't tell your kid. So, I told her, you know what you should do? is go for a drive because a lot of times it's easier to have a hard conversation with somebody if you don't have to sit down with them and stare at them in the face yeah go for a walk you're side by side go for a drive you're side by side just to make him feel better don't go to the soda shop and get an ice cream (laughs) with two spoons and say let's talk about ejaculate (laughs) no that would be a bad way of doing it and what's up with his dad not wanting to be involved in that yeah like, that's kind of an opportunity for him to be closer to his dad. Of course, the mom can do it. No problem. But why not, Dad? Yeah, definitely. Get a life. I say just have him listen to our show and he'll learn everything he needs to know. Oh, my to God. Because mm-hmm. um, I think we give excellent advice to um, young prepubescent children yeah. about growing up. So, yeah, check it out. You know, why don't you have your son give me a call, <laughs> Jerry? I'll talk to your son. I'm sure your, your ex-husband would just love that. <laughs> And I'm sure the authorities would love that too. If I could teach some strange, you know, 12 year old about sex ed, let me do it.
Because like if if I had sperm somewhere, it's not in a database anywhere. Yeah. Like I've got like that you know of. No, it's not. Like I've got clean raw sperm. You know, you can't trace it back to me. So hit Dan up if you need so, yeah, clean if you, raw sperm. If you need an alibi sperm, you know, to sprinkle at the scene of your crimes. Yes. You know who to call. And I'm gonna make some good money on this. It sounds like a plan, man. <laughs>